everyone. My name is Kat Hinkle. And I'm Julie Dietrich, and we are licensed cosmetologists and makeup artists based in the Midwest. And we're here to have conversations about all things beauty. Hello, how are you? Hello, I am wonderful. Surviving the weekend that was Quinn's first birthday. Amazing. Happy birthday, little Quinny. It was so fun. And thank you for quote unquote celebrating with us. We did oh, a yes. Zoom birthday. So yes. it wasn't as fun as, you know, if everybody had been able to be there in person, but that's the times right now. We exactly. And I guess think about it this way, like one years old, she's probably not going to really remember it that much. And I think, you know, when Evelyn turned one, she didn't know what was going on. There was a bunch of people and we, she ate cake and opened presents, but she really was not fully aware of like that it's her birthday. Like it was very, it was fun, but it's more for, I feel like it's more for the parents than for the kid at this point, at this age. It is. My sister gave me a gift of wine, which was really sweet. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Is that what you're drinking right now? Yes, my rosé. It was adorable. Excellent. It was very nice. Um, yeah, I remember that um, it was incredibly hot her first birthday, Evelyn's first birthday. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I Yeah, it was. And of course, like her birthday's end of August. So we're like, oh, you know we'll do it outside. I don't know what we were thinking. It was so <laughs> hot. And I, yeah, that was, I don't think I'll repeat that. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the, one of the main things I remember was just, it was just incredibly hot. It was ridiculously hot. Yes. It was, it was crazy. I mean, I am, you know, cheers to everybody who came out and sucked <laughs> it up and, you know, hung out with us because it was, ridiculously hot yeah <laughs> number one I remember she was the cutest thing ever number two it was incredibly hot <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes well baby Quinny I can't even say baby anymore because she's fun but um oh my gosh she's so stinking adorable and she just gobbled down that cake she really like sucked down the fruit first which what a healthy girl <laughs> she she loves fruit. We've gotten to the point, it's almost like dessert where she, if we have, we try to do, you know, a well-portioned meal and do a little yeah. bit of veggies, a little bit of fruit, then her main meal. Well, now she just gobbles up the fruit so fast. We actually have to wait until she eats everything else and then give it to her because I'm afraid she's just going to not eat anything else. So she's obsessed uh, with fruit. Yes. Yes. Who isn't? Fruit's well, amazing. I know. Fruit is delicious. And actually that's like, it could be dessert. I mean, it's so good and it's sweet and delicious. So yes. Yeah. She didn't eat a lot of the cake. It's, I think it looked like she did more than she actually did. I think she like yeah. pounded it down, yeah. but um, yeah, she just scarfed down that. I had put some berries and whipped cream. So it was like a berry whipped cream icing and then with um, yeah, strawberries and everything. Oh, that sounds amazing. I, I mean, I would have that I would have gone for the berries and whipped cream too. <laughs> I, mean, I was eating it while I was making it. Right. <laughs> and then I gave some to my sister-in-law who showed up for her son and she dropped off a gift. And I was like, here's a gift of strawberries and whipped cream. So get it out of the house. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I have this like I want to bring in all these like sweets and goodies and candies and junk food 
because I crave them and I want them. But then when they're here, I'm like, get them away from me. Take them away. <laughs> yes. I know when you want it, you want it so bad, but then mm-hmm. other time, yeah, you'll just eat it if it's in the house. So. Oh yes. I probably polished off an entire giant bag of peanut M&Ms, which are delicious mm-hmm. by the way. Um, but I probably ate them a little quicker than I wanted to. <laughs> My mom, so this is such a weird thing. I think like it's a weird candy, but my mom had given me two for Quinn when she dropped off Quinn's gift, uh, Cadbury eggs for Easter. Oh, yeah. Love me some Cadbury eggs. Those are some like rich, creamy chocolate. They are. And so now they're burning a hole in my pocket because (laughs) I have a hole in my cabinet that I have them up in because they're so good dangerous they are dangerous and also i had a few before we recorded so i'm having wine and catberry eggs you know what that's fine you know we can do that celebrating quinn's birthday that's my cake that's what i'm doing yeah it's fine yes so i heard we got some amazing questions we did we did we got some amazing questions and i want to just take a moment to thank everybody who's listening Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for sending in your questions. Um, I know we're a little bit um, slower on putting out episodes this season, so I apologize for that, but uh, we're kind of getting our bearings. We're kind of figuring it out at this point, and hopefully we'll have more of a a system down in the coming months, but we're, um, we're, you know, still kind of figuring out our schedules and Hopefully you're still able to tune in and catch up on everything, but yeah, let's get it's ever changing. So like we were more at home last year with the pandemic. Now we're working a lot more, which is a lot. It's very tiresome on our bodies now with everything that we have to do. So it's been different. So yes, we're just figuring all of that out. So thank you so much for continuing to listen. Yes. Yes. Thank you. That's a good way of explaining it. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Okay. So let's get into some of our questions. So we have, we asked on our um, Instagram account, ask us anything. um, And we got a few really great questions. So let's get into that. And um, I'm going to give a shout out to Alexandra Ferrara. Alex. Yay, Alex. We love her. And her and her friend Tina have a amazing podcast um, called Obsessed with the Best. And it is just phenomenal. If you like recommendations, they always have the best recommendations. You should definitely check them out. And Um, it runs a gamut. It's not, you know, it's not just about one thing. Oh no. Yeah. It's, I mean, totally different every time. And they're just fabulous women to listen to. I think their personalities and um, yeah, the spin they have on everything is just very endearing and really fun to listen to. Yes. Very fun to listen to. Very entertaining, very relatable, all of the above. I mean, you should definitely check them out. Obsessed with the best. Um, But Alexandra sent a couple questions, which um, we're going to answer now. So the first one was, what are your favorite products for taming major frizz in humidity? So we had talked about this earlier because we were saying that we kind of had the same idea 
um because we love igk and we have said this before with our um dry shampoo and everything else i just love them as a brand it's really great their packaging is really awesome um you know there's not anything that i don't really dislike about them <laughs> no yeah i mean so okay so they have th there's one in particular that kat and i both love which is their smoothing spray it's their good behavior smoothing spray from igk it's 32 dollars. you can get them at sephora um so this is a wet or dry mist it's going to aerosol can it's almost and like a keratin treatment yes like an instant keratin treatment for your mm -hmm. hair Yep. There's a protein it's called, and I may butcher the pronunciation, but it's, um, Sprilina protein anti-frizz, which is in, that's like their, like the protein that's in there. That's supposed to like really help with the frizz. Um, and all of their, um, good behavior line, all those products in the good behavior line have that protein. So the one, the smoothing spray, which is one that Kat and I have both used several times and we love it. You use it on my hair all the time when yes. I'm blow drying it. It's amazing. It's so, so good. So you can use it on dry hair, wet hair. Um, so one of the things- processed hair, which is the reason why I'm using yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if you use it on dry hair, I typically- I typically use it before I would use um, a like a flat iron or a curling iron or heat because part of the part of its benefit is heat protection. So it's going to protect your hair from the heat, but also it's heat activated. So when you spray it on dry hair, you really do have to use a heated product, whether that be a blow dryer, even if you're blow drying your hair dry. Um, a blow dryer, a flat iron, a curling iron, something with heat. And that's what really activates it. Um, and it also has that protecting element to it. So you're going to protect your hair from the heat, but it's heat activated, if that makes sense. So it's a very unique product. Um, and they came out with two other things, a prep spray, which is a detangler and also has that protein in it that helps um, with the frizz, which is also heat activated. So you would use this on wet hair, um, probably right out of the shower, towel dried hair, just spray it on to tangle it. Um, and then they also came out with a blowout, blowout balm, um, which is a little bit of a thicker kind of cream. And they say, this is really, really good for medium to coarse hair, but you could really use it on any, any hair texture. That's just the one that they really recommend it for. Um, and then the spray that Kat and I both have, I mean, you can use it on literally any texture. Like I've used it on baby fine hair. I've used it on thick hair. Like it doesn't matter. It's kind of good for everything. And it's a very fine mist, which I like because it really feel like it gets everywhere. And the smell, it smells great. Yes, it does. They all smell very similar and and um, and you can get all of them at Sephora. Let's see, the prep spray at, is 27. The blowout balm is $33. And the smoothing spray that Kat and I love is 32. So they say you can use all three, you can use one, you can pick and choose. Um, I guess it really depends on what you're going for and um your hair type. So if you're somebody that has crazy frizz and you have thicker hair, I mean, you might want to go all three. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
you might really want to use them all. And then on top of all that, the crybaby, as we were talking about too, um, it's a beautiful, you know, oil that you kind of put on. And what I love about it is it's not super heavy. Um, I feel like it's a very light oil. So especially like on our shoot the other day that we were both on, on Friday, um, this girl had just beautiful, thick, long hair, almost all the way down to her bottom. And it was wavy, you know, and they wanted it just stick straight and beautiful, sleek hair. And the ends were just, I mean, she really needed a good trim and she could have, I would have preferred her to cut like six inches off, (laughs) much more volume, looked healthier. Um, So I used this, especially on the ends to really, you know, revive it. And then I used a little bit on her part to kind of just keep those flyaways down and it works beautifully. Yes. I love that product. Yeah. Just to, to preface her hair was really, I mean, it was like to her, butt. it was yeah. so long. So when she says six inches, that's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny because I told her that and she was like, I know. And then she was like, but I don't know. Am I going to miss it? And I'm like, girl, you got hair. You can lose. You're fine. <laughs> okay. I don't think you'll notice. <laughs> you cut six inches off that. I mean, it's still yeah. way longer than most people's. Mm-hmm. Yes. For so sure. I think in the end, I talked her into it. I think she's going to do it. Good. She should. Yeah. Um, and I do know the IGK Cry Baby, which is that um, it's just like a nice oil that you can use wet or dry, but they say that you can use that um, on dry hair to seal in all of the good behavior products. So if you're using the good behavior stuff, you can use the cry baby to seal it all in. And that is also sold at Sephora for $25. And two, if you have, you know, one of your favorite hairsprays, just a really good spray, but here's what I do. I go past my hair, I go over it so that I'm just hitting those flyaways. And then I push those down where they should go because if you're spraying the hairspray immediately you know just straight onto your part you're going to get kind of that crunchy or a very flat look and you don't want that so um two for quick fix if you're running around or if you've been outside and you're coming in you just see these little flyaways um i always like to use uh, just one of my favorite hairsprays and you know just spray only those baby hairs and pat them down yes great tip um, so another question that Alexandra had was, what is the craziest thing you've ever seen an actor or model do on set? Mm. So many. <laughs> so many. I'm, this one was a really hard one because I'm like, there's a lot of like weird things that they do, or there's a lot of like, just, I don't know, like craziest. like what is the craziest? I don't know, but um there's definitely a lot of weird things that happen on set for sure as you can attest to as well yes so I liked one of the things that you had said that had um, reminded me of this I was shooting and the girl really wanted to be a playboy bunny that was something that she that was like that was a goal end game and she just gotten boobs done And I'm totally fine with nudity. I mean, I grew up in a household of artists and you go to the art museum. And I mean, there's nudity everywhere. 
but I just thought it was so funny, especially too, because our jobs, like if you're backstage, you see people changing all the time. And I was in theater and you have quick changes. So things like that happen. Um, we're all adults. We all have bodies, <laughs> but they, um, this girl in particular, I guess she knew that the photographer was gay. And then she, you know, I was a woman and we were the only other two there. So she just chose to walk around naked almost the whole entire shoot. And then like, even, which I thought was so funny while we were eating, she just with only underwear, then at that point, just decided to sit and eat with us and just talk. It was just so funny that somehow along lines, I guess she just felt comfortable enough to do that. Never discussed it with us. Never. She just, I just realized that just, it kept getting less and less and less clothing and <laughs> just at lunch sitting there naked while we're all eating. And it was hilarious. Um, and like I said, like I, I wasn't like offended or anything. So I don't want anybody to think that. I just thought it was a really funny thing that she just decided that all of a sudden we were doing nude lunches. Wow, that's totally weird. She's really not shy. Totally weird. Yes. Uh, and that. A very similar thing has happened to me, too. (laughs) I mean, I don't think, in my instance at least, I don't think it was a woman. I feel like it was more of, like, the men who are just like, take their shirt off wherever, pull down their pants. They're like, I got boxers on. Or sometimes they have tidy whities I mean, I don't know. I'm just like, okay, you're you're doing that here okay all right (laughs) you know like there's a room over there I mean it doesn't bother me it's just funny how um some people just don't have that like I need to go into the changing room to change where the the wardrobe person's like here's your outfit you want to throw it on really quick and we can take a picture and look at it or whatever and they're just like Okay, and then right then and there, they strip down right in front of everybody, client and all. And you know, it's just, it's just funny the different levels of um, of comfort, or you know, just they just don't care. They're just like, all right, let's get the job done. And I get that. Like I, I, I applaud that. Great, perfect. Let's get this done. You know. And I go, if I had a body like that, I probably would be walking around nude too. I'd be like, it's a new day every day. Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing too is, yeah, I mean, they should be proud of how they look and, and uh, it's just, it's funny, but I will say that it is better than, (laughs) it's so much better that way than I have been on shoots where they're like, you know, they're like, Julie, we have, you know, 20 minutes to get these you know, three men done or three women done. And you're like, that's not, that's like no time. I'm not going to have any time to work on them. And the wardrobe hand, the wardrobe stylist hand them their clothes. They go to the bathroom and then 20 minutes later, they come out like, you know, yeah. So, and you're knocking on the bathroom door. Like, are you okay? I'm not trying to rush you, but they're giving me very little. I'm time. rushing you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to rush you, but I'm rushing you. I Get need out. you to come out now. Um, come be naked. And yeah, <laughs> come change out here. Like, let's just do this fast. Yeah. So there's definitely been some instances where I kind of wish that it was just, let's just do this right here. You know, drop, you know, change right here. Drop the door. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Because it has happened where, you know, you know, you're, 
I'm thinking, okay, it'll take them five minutes to throw on that top and come back out. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, maybe they had to go to the bathroom. Maybe they had to, I don't know. Yeah. What are you doing in there? I don't know if they're just checking their phone for one thing and then get lost in the black hole that is your phone, but there is no way that if you're just changing that more than half the time, these people are just doing that because Mm -hmm. there's just no way. (laughs) I know I have, I have the same thought because I'm like, and I've walked in and when it's been the women, I've walked in the bathroom and like, Hey ladies, how's it going? You know? And half the time they're just sitting and they're talking, Yeah, which that's fine. But when we're on a time schedule, I'm just like, and it's, they're taking time away from me, which means I have less time to make them look their best, which in end is going to make them feel their best. I feel. So I'm just like, you're going to want to come out of here now. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to want to come out of here 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I've actually said, I think more in the recent years, now that I kind of know um, if I have a heads up, like you only have this much time or they need to be on set by so-and-so time. I feel like I've said to people like, and especially women who sometimes might want to linger in the bathroom to change or whatever might've said, just so you know, we're on a little bit of a time schedule here. So um, I'm not trying to rush you, but you know, we only have so much time to get your makeup done. So the sooner you get out here, the more time we have. Yeah. And I have said that. And I think that does, or it has helped because I feel like they've come out. You remember that one job we did together at a casino, um, I think it might've been last year. No, two years ago now. <laughs> yeah, I know. We like lost all of last year. It's so yeah, but we had, it was kind of a tight schedule. And I remember saying that to um, at least one or two of the, the women and she came out fairly quickly. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, yeah. you know, from the bathroom changing because that was one of my fears was that, you know, you head into the bathroom with all this wardrobe and it's going to be, thing <laughs> and with most multiple talents so you yes. can end up with a bunch of girls in there and then you're like all right yeah. don't talk like we need to go yeah yep. for exactly. sure yeah the only other crazy story too that popped in my head which I think I had shared once before was just that this actress was so you know like thought she was the bee's knees and she had a whole list of makeup she would not wear but she never shared it with me and she, so I put together this whole look for her and I come in and she refuses it all and she knew I was going to be working on all this for her so she should have given me the list early and then the clothing stylist had created an outfit for her and apparently it was with colors that she refused to wear so she tells everybody they need to go home you know scratch it all redo it And so we do. So luckily I knew the director and I talked to him. And so when she came back, he was like, you can, I was really young and he had, um, put me on this, you know, just to be like, let's get your feet wet, like learn some, you know, makeup and do all this stuff. So he was really angry at her for being, you know, such a bully essentially. And so she was like, oh, the makeup's fine, whatever. Well, then the poor, clothing stylist she shows up with her own clothes so this clothing stylist went home she sewed all this stuff for her changed it all and then she showed up with her own 
clothes knowing that this clothing stylist was doing this overnight for her so rude so not cool no and I just can't imagine like how and of course this clothing stylist had a bunch of other people it was a whole entire play so you have a lot of people that you're dealing with and you don't you can't just keep redoing outfits for these people especially if they're going to bring their own without telling you so Mm -hmm. I just was appalled at um the audacity and of this woman and how we were all there for her even though there were a million other people who were in this play as well so yeah that was crazy that she just walked over and was like nope I already have my own and like shoved like the dress that she had out of the way and I was like (gasps) so rude so rude oh I yeah that just oh it's so it's just so rude I just can't that's just so rude you know that was one of the other things I like really was shocked about yeah yeah I'm trying to think if there's any other one that I want to mention or we can probably just move on (laughs) we'll have more I'm sure we'll come up with more you know stories from set we'll have a bunch of different ones but um I had a guy hide in the bathroom because he didn't want hair makeup interesting speaking of just like being slow in the bathroom yeah he kept saying he was changing like every time like he kept coming up with you know different uh he had been in the army and he like I don't know he was just really like a manly man and he wasn't truly like a talent or model they had just found him somewhere and wanted him to be in it because he had the right look and so I like ask him what he's doing. And he's like, I'm eating breakfast. And so then of course you're like, well, I'm not going to tell you to starve. So sure. And it's like, he knew that. And then I ask him again, I'm like, all right, I'm ready for you. And he's like, well, I got to change. And I was like, uh, okay, well, yeah, go change. And then he disappears. And I'm like, it doesn't take a man, you know, 20 minutes to change a t-shirt. No. And so then <laughs> it was just a t-shirt. And so then I go to find him and he's just sitting in the bathroom, you know, thinking, I guess I wouldn't go find him, but I needed him. They were like, we need him in five minutes. And so of course I'm panicking and I'm like banging down the door is trying to find this guy. And then I literally, I thought I was being very nice, but I told him essentially that he needed to get out because we need to get things done. And then later on that day, he made some comment on like, he was joking around with me, but he was like, you know, you were kind of mean to me earlier this morning. And I was like, dude, here's the thing. How did you survive being in the army? If I like get out, I need to do your makeup was me yelling at you. Good gracious. Good gracious is right. I don't even think oh I apologize. God. I think I just was like, I might have just been like, I'm sorry you felt that way, but yeah. you were going to get me in trouble. I think I said like, I was going to get in trouble if you didn't get out there mm-hmm. on time. So totally. Yeah. Like it's our responsibility to get them done. If they're nowhere to be found, what do you do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. So we got a question from our dear friend, Judd. Who again are these people? They're just amazing people who do amazing things too on their Instagrams. Like I love and their social medias. And I think that the things that they talk about um, are just so thought provoking and interesting. And they both have this amazing presence Mm -hmm. um, on social media. I love these people. Yes. And Judd is an absolutely amazing photographer. And he just, his social media account is just so good to follow so good to look at because it just he like you said everything he like posts is so thought-provoking it's he brings up a lot of valid points and 
um, it just, it really makes you think. And I just, and it's very inspiring too. A lot of his stuff that he posts is very inspiring and very beautiful. So and he really cares about yes. people in general, you know, everybody, like, I think it wouldn't matter who it was, but I mean, he's an amazing father. He, the stuff he posts about his women at home, his wife and his daughter are just beyond cute and you can tell they enjoy each other and you know have so much fun and then when you're on set with him the way that he just makes sure that everybody is taken care of and um you know it's just it's amazing and then yeah and the way that he just cares about people and his social media is just you know I think the world of him he's a great person yes yeah same exactly he's amazing mm -hmm. um so he sent us a question um he says things you would both like to see normalized in the industry so that Such is a good great question. yes like Such a good thought-provoking question <laughs> exactly not I would have not nothing less for him to ask us that yeah. um so I guess the first thing that came to my mind when I thought about this question was I feel like this industry um, especially photographer wise, I feel like is still, it's getting better, but I feel like it's still kind of a boys club. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would love to see more women in power positions, more women photographers, more, just more women in general in, um, in this industry. And there are a lot of very talented women already here and already doing things I just want to see more I definitely think I am one of the only women on set you know it besides a model it'll be like me and a model yeah. um and a clothing stylist usually so yeah. maybe there's like three women on set if they're mm -hmm. if they're guy models then I'm maybe if there's no clothing stylist I'm the only woman right. if there is then there's maybe two of us um, so I definitely agree that it would be nice to see more women in the industry. Mm -hmm. And I, and this is not like a generalized thing because I feel like women have a slightly different perspective when it comes to, um, photographing other women or, mm -hmm. or filming other women. Um, not that men can't do it and not that that what they don't do is, is beautiful. But I think that women see women a little differently. And I know there's one uh, female photographer that both you and I work with a lot that is absolutely amazing and really brings out the absolute best in everybody. And you can just see just these subtle little differences in the way, you know, she positions them and styles them that it's very, very well thought out. And especially with the women, I feel like sometimes it takes that female eye to see some of that stuff. Like as a woman, you know what you feel most comfortable in, in and then what you would not feel most comfortable in. Yes. Well, and, and not to be, you know, biased or sexist or anything, but I do feel like a lot of times too, you know, guys just fashion isn't a huge thing on their mind. So when it is especially a fashion shoot, you know, um, like an editorial, something like that, I feel like a lot of times it is a little bit more natural, not all the time, you know, and I don't like, 
dealing in absolutes, especially when that's concerned. Um, but yes, like you were saying, like the eye for certain things, uh, hair and makeup direction too is a yes. little bit um, just different. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess my whole point is I just want to see more female I just want to see more females in, in, in higher positions in, um, you know, power positions in this industry. I love that. Yeah. Um, something else that I would say that is just talking to as speaking as hair and makeup artists, um, getting a production booklet earlier than normally we do. And I know that it's, you know, it's not always the photographer's fault or the agency's fault because the client, like everything's just being made, you know, last minute decisions and everything else. Um, but I do know that, you know, clothing stylists have to get information days beforehand because they have to shop and do everything. So it would be an easy just copy and paste or click or add our name on, you know, to something. Um, I feel like we get it very last minute and especially now with COVID and packing is so much more difficult, you know, and we need to save space. So if we know who we are working on or what to expect, um, it would help us so much more. And I also like to visualize, you know, different scenarios, ideas, things that might work well. Um, I'm just a visual person. And sometimes and maybe it's a good thing, I don't know, because then I'd probably lose some sleep over just thinking about the next day in my head, not out of nerves, but just like, you know, what I want to do. Um, but I just, it would be really, really, really nice for more communication, I guess, is really what yeah. that is all of a sudden done. For sure. And I think what that kind of wraps into, and I think it's a, you know, specifically you and I, like we are um, professional hair and makeup artists. We know our job. We know people. We know how to tackle situations and, um I sort of wish that more um, people who are booking us would um, lean on us for our expertise in the uh, planning phase. And some already do that. And I love that and, and really makes us feel a part of the team from the get-go. And we have that kind of, um, you know, if when that happens, it definitely makes me feel like, okay, great. Like you guys really trust my input and you really respect my skill as a professional. And, you know, from wrapping me in from the beginning being like, okay, this is, this is what we're thinking. What do you think? Like, here's the person that we're working on. Here's how much time we're thinking. Here's what we're looking for. Is that going to work? And sometimes I have to be like, okay, great. Yes, that will work, but we might need to think about this or think about that, or have you thought about this? And so there are things that, you know, they're not thinking of that when they bring us in, they loop us into that conversation and the pre-planning gets them thinking. And it just makes the whole, the whole thing smoother all around because there are things they're not going to think about that we're thinking about because that's what we do. That's our job. And we're not the end all be all or like we're oh, you know, no. like trying to be like, oh, we need to be more important. But no. I do feel like we're an afterthought. And for the sure fact of the that we are in charge of what the shoot is focused on, yeah. I do think that that's kind of funny. You know, mm -hmm. like we we make sure that the main focus looks their best. 
-hmm. and that is what the whole shoot or commercial is centered around why wouldn't you want to make sure that we have all the information possible or Mm -hmm. that we were in on it to begin with to help you you know to get to your end game faster or in the best way possible or to know that the look that you're going for is achievable um it always just kind of makes me laugh that like here we are trying to get you to your end game and we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's not like every situation is different. Like there are some shoots where it's like our part is so minimal and we probably don't, you know, play a big role and we're just there as support and that's totally fine. And then we don't need to be looped into all this stuff, but when our part is a little bit bigger and it, it is a focus, like you just said, um, it is beneficial, I think, in the long run to bring us in at least somewhat in the pre-planning phases for timing or um, telling the talent what to bring or how to arrive or, um, you know, things like that. And I just feel like we are trying to work as a team to because we want this this shoot or whatever to be as successful as possible like that's our goal so we want it to go as smooth as possible and everybody to look their best and um I you know we just want them the production to know that and we want to be part of it I mean probably best example is like a really dramatic example but you know I was booked all week and then the shoot tells me oh tomorrow we need this face paint or whatever you know and the Mm -hmm. color was very specific everything was very specific and I was like I can't I don't have it and I can't shop for it because I'm on set right now and it'll be closed everything will be closed by the time I get off and you know the shoot's tomorrow right Mm -hmm. so the client says that's okay we totally understand we'll go get it great so then I show up I paint the face and the only face paint that I've been given and it stains the model's face. Mm. Horrible. <laughs> so then whose fault is it? You know, it's like, I felt like it was my fault, even though I was given the product and that was really all that I could have done. Um, but it's, again, like had we planned it, I would have made sure that it was a much more higher quality product. We, it would have been something that I had used already and I know works well with people's skin and you know, hypoallergenic, I'm sure, and everything else. And so it's just things like that. I mean, and luckily this person wasn't a, you know, like a really, what am I even trying to say? Like a, a well used, not even well used model, but um, it was just a good thing. Like it was just more or less like somebody that they had picked off the street because they wanted that look. So luckily he didn't have like a huge campaign or something he was going to the next day. Right. Um, right. That would have been disastrous. Um, but so it's things like that, where if there had just been better communication, it would have been really easily fixed. Um, so it can get really dramatic if people don't talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, like we're, you know, wanting to come with the best of the best, like we're trying to like make the best results possible. So, you know, yes, we're trying to help. (laughs) We're trying to make the best shoot possible. And I I totally, totally 100% understand that in some situations, the people who are booking us don't get the information until the last second. And then it's, so it's not, you know, it's not their fault. And I understand that. 
Um, so when we don't get the information to the last minute, like, so I know it's a trickle down effect. It's essentially from top to bottom, you know, if things are getting, uh, falling through the cracks from the top down, I mean, that's just the way it goes sometimes. So you just kind of have to roll with the punches, which you and I know how to do. Right. But again, so well. change something. Yes. All better communication from top to bottom For Sure. and better planning would probably really help everybody you know so that would be really nice to normalize in an age of where communication should be easier with all of the stuff that we had to communicate with each other um sometimes it seems harder which is confusing I know I know it is it it is a double I feel like we have all these tools and sometimes I feel like it can be harder but um but it shouldn't be it should be getting better kind of weird but is there anything else you were thinking of um, let me think I wrote a few things down let's see I think those were the main things I mean I think a, a thing that's trending in the right direction is um you know diversity I feel like a lot of uh companies have been um branching out in diversity you know who they're hiring as far as models and talent like different ages, different ethnicities, different, um, you know, um, preferences as far as like, you know, um, transgenders and, and gays and lesbians. And just like, I just feel like they're branching out a little bit more, which I think is a good thing. Um, so I like that. I think that's going in the right direction. Not necessarily every company is doing that, but um yeah the shoot that we worked on the other day wanted specifically like non-binary yeah presentation um yeah and I I also it makes me sad a makeup artist had said take a picture of your kit and show me what colors have been used most and pretty much everybody that took a picture of the kit the lightest colors were the ones that were gone yes and so I thought that was such a strong statement when all these people started posting and tagging her and everything was just the lightest colors possible. And mm-hmm. so I really am excited with the fact that they're peppering in different people now. And, um, you know, I love as an artist getting to use all of my colors. So it really thrills me that it's something different each time. Like, you know, when I come in, it'll be different um, than just the same looking people all the time. Yes, yes. It's that they're not beautiful. No, I mean, I love that, you know, they, we just need more representation for, you know, we're a melting pot. We exactly. had all these people from all over come and create the U.S. Yes. Yes. We need more representation for all the different, you know, everything, everybody, everybody's so different and unique and beautiful. And I just, I I like that it's becoming more, that's becoming more of the normal. Um, At least I feel like within the last year or two, that's kind of where it's going. And I hope it continues that way. Um, You don't want it to be a fad. Yeah. Things that we're talking about right now and they're hot subjects. Like Mm -hmm. I really hope that people are listening and that it's a turning point because unfortunately I feel like we keep having these revelations and these moments and then they go back to the way things were. Um, and I really hope this is here to stay. 
Exactly. I 100% agree. I just want it to continue to in that trajectory. <laughs> I want it to keep mm-hmm. going that way. And more clients, I just hope they just keep it, keep it going. And it just stays because it's good. I feel like it's in, it's going in the right direction. And like you said, it is sad to see that the, you know, top three colors foundation colors that are being used are in the lighter spectrum and it shouldn't be that way it should be it should be a multitude of colors being used yep in constant so yeah yeah 100 percent. agreed i think those are some if those three things changed then wow yes it would be good it would be very good and we will I want to, Kat and I both want to have Judd on to discuss all of these things. We want to discuss um, inclusivity and representation in the industry. We just want to have all these conversations with him because he has so much to talk about and share with us. And he's going to blow us away. We're going to be like, why are we even sitting here talking? (laughs) Yes, it'll be the Judd episode for sure. So um, we will do that if he is um, available and willing to, uh, talk with us about it, which I think would be a great thing. Agreed. Yes. So I think that about does it, um, at least for this episode, but stay tuned, keep listening, keep supporting us, please, um, subscribe, please rate us, please review us and follow us on Instagram, message us. We want to hear from you. Um, we're going to do more of these kind of like, you know, answer, ask anything, answer your question kind of episodes. So um, if there's anything you're just dying to ask us, just ask us, you can message us um, and we'll be happy to take a, uh, give you a shout out on, on one of our episodes, or if you want to be, you know, anonymous, that's fine too. Um, But we're happy to answer your questions. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. And if you haven't already, please rate and review us. See you next time.